The Wooing Pine by Louise Imogen Guinea Read for LibriVox.org by Melanie T There was a lady, starshine in her look, Of lineage fierce, yet tremulous and kind, As the field gossamer, that down the wind, Floats gleamingly from some enfistled nook, And wayward as her beauty was her mind, that ever more bright errant journeys took. Her father's houndish lord she moved among, from feud and uproar dually distraught, winnowed her harp of its least pain, and brought delights full freshet to a beggar's tongue, or spun amid her maids with chapel fort that on a crystal pivot burned and swung. But night on night, an exile from sleek rest, She nestled warm before her half-fire low, To watch its little wind-borne planets go, Orbing, and from the martyr oak's charred breast, In spirit blue flame, in quintuple wind glow, The tossing leaves prolong their summer zest. And ailingly, she needs must often sigh, Perplexed out of her witch and wanted glee, Whereof some unseen warder kept the key, And quell the dark defiance of her eye, In patience as a torch dips in the sea, And so in brooding went the white days by. Unto the horsemen brave in war's array, She waved no token from her latticed house, nor yet of princelings bear upon her brows love's salutation, but from such as they turned as a shy brook wheels from jutting boughs and in a sidelong glimmer sobs away. Her sealed sense beheld no man, nor heard, nor lent its trough to any mortal bond, but lived heart full of vital light beyond, and with miraculous tides of being stirred, lingering low eager till the forest fond winged to its own pure peace this homing bird. For, sad with rains of unrevealed desire, and heavy with predestined glory's beam, she to the water-girdled wood's extreme stole from her suitor's pleas her father's ire far from their brambly ways to sit and dream and make sweet plaint in daylight's dying fire when one with lilt of her own veins there rose across remote and jasmine pillared space a voice of so persuasive piteous grace that all her globed sorrow did unclose to fragrant helpfulness in that still place and sought in tears the breaver of such woes. And peering of the level-shafted sun, evasive listening from a mossy knoll, to kindling quiet sank her gentle soul, in awe at some high venture to be done, as when out peals from fame's coercive pole, too soon on ears too weak her clarion. Burst in the golden air a wide and deep torrent of harmony that with clang and shook might wreck a pinnace on an Afric rock, and on the ruin foamly o'er heap, bright reparation, 
twas a strength to mock itself with swoons and idle sobs and sleep a splendour hoary pine of kingliest cheer enrooted neath her frilling footfall stood suffused with youth and gracious hardihood sown of the wind from heaven's memorial sphere with the red might of centuries in his blood unscarred and straight against the battling year from whose great heart those noble accents flowed and from the melancholy arms outspread whereon the aching winter long had snowed come sister spouse whom love hath strangely led from bondage come and her most blessed head she laid upon his breast as her abode o wonderful to hearing touch and gaze this was of soul's unrest and spirit's scar solving and healing this the late full star superillumining the hither ways and the old blind allegiance set ajar like a dark door against its flooded rays all intertangled fell their dusky hair in tender twilight's bowery recess and that fair bride of her heart's heaviness was disenthralled in love's lethean air where orchids hung upon the wind's caress and the first tawny lily made her lair dim minions served them in the covert green the squirrel coy the beetle in his mail the moth the bee the throbbing nightingale and the gaunt wolf their vassal to them e'en the widowed serpent on her vengeful trail upcast an iridescent eye serene the last tired envoy from the realm bereaved blew at the drawbridge riding castlewoods the fisher folk along the beach and shards pierced calling the cool thickets sylvan leaved and grandams meagre and road roaming bards shared her sad theme for whom men vainly grieved but lad and lass with parted mouth abloom who strayed thereby in april's misty prime a vision freshening to the aftertime caught through the rifts of uninvaded gloom a maiden honey-lipped as tuscan rhyme and her young hunter with his sombre plume for dynasties though passing bells be told theirs is the midmost ecstasy of june her music her imperishable moon while time that elsewhere is so rough and cold like a soft child flower plucking all forenoon gathers the ages from this garden old calm housemates with them in their forest lone do freedom innocence and joy abide and i as one who into heaven hath died through mortal always of melodious moan the boatman sees at dusk from arno's tide the everlasting lover with his own end of poem this recording is in the public domain